0: It goes without saying that you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Seffy and Wing. I'm Seffy and I am joined by the wonderful Wing. She's here. Here I am, the wonderful Wing. The wonderful, wonderful Wing. And <laughs> so strange. So strange. Such bizarre energy. <laughs> Always kind of was that to the tune of the wonderful Wizard of Oz. So irrelevant. That, am I 90? I'm so sorry. This is an episode of This Doesn't Go Without Saying where we answer all of your questions that really don't go without saying. We cover friendship, jealousy, social media, what makes us feel inspired and filled with love of the world. Um, and also a lot of the depths of despair as well, and what makes us kind of hate the world. I don't know if we do cover that, but we just have we come <laughs> with a lot of um weird energy with this one. Mm-hmm. And I hope you really like it. I mean I've really felt good in this episode. I think we've had we've God, what, what are you doing? <laughs> It's all staying in. It's like I've got a gun to your head I think I felt good in this episode. I also really didn't. Um, But it's a good episode and hopefully you enjoy it. Fucking
1: hell. You know what really doesn't go without saying? What? Tea combo. Can we just talk about what we were discussing?
0: Well, I just drank some of my tea and I found it quite triggering that Wing said, I could just hear you gulp.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because it came through the microphone. However... The interesting thing, it's not interesting at all, but it's interesting to me. I reckon it'll be interesting to you. Mm. Is that I, you know, people like really hate like hearing people eat mouth sounds. Yeah.
0: Or kind of this. Should I do it now? Everyone, my friend says. Yeah, I do it. My friend says I eat like a donkey. It's
1: really rude. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, come on, do it. Show us. Donkey, go on. <laughs> go on, little donkey. Come perform, little donkey. It's kind of Donkey and Shrek.
0: Oh my God. What was the quote that I wanted to do to you the other day? But I was like, save it, save it. I wanted to do it, but it doesn't work now. But I wanted to, when we were like being like annoyed, like something like something's going wrong, everything is going wrong, but not in a funny way. I wanted <laughs> to be like to you, I'm a donkey on the edge. But that was <laughs> you boy are you boy are you ever a donkey on the edge a donkey on the edge go on sip your tea this is apparently what i do
1: yeah well i think
0: that's fucking fair enough is hot tea i think that's fair enough but apparently donkeys do that
1: i really like don't hate hearing other humans like eat and drink i don't love it but i think it's mean to be like you know when people are like oh noisy eaters it's like let them enjoy their food i don't know <laughs> no, i'm like
0: too sensitive it. i don't like when i can hear the food or the liquid sloshing around in there
1: <laughs> yeah well you eat and drink too i'll have you know <laughs> uh
0: never in my life <laughs> Never in my goddamn life. (laughs)
1: Like a donkey. (laughs) Apparently. We could add. (laughs)
0: Um, But I don't love when I can hear food moving. Well, I don't love that at all. Right. I would prefer... I don't mind
1: like a little... I don't mind the sound of teeth. Teeth, yeah. But
0: I don't love... You know
1: what I will say? I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast. I've I've always said this. When I watch someone eat, it really makes me fall in love with them. Mm. Not even fall in love with them, but I really feel like it's like beyond empathize with them it's like oh i am you i see myself in you it's like i've eaten before (laughs) i taste the food through you yeah yeah it's well it's just so humanizing don't you think you know what i had one moment this is how extreme it gets (laughs) okay go on i saw i don't want to say like an enemy but i saw essentially like my abuser (laughs) it's beyond an enemy (laughs) i'd say an enemy an arch nemesis if you will this man eating this was years this is i must have been like 13 or something and i even humanized him Mm. which i don't know if it would still work now but it really just humanized i love watching people eat i do
0: get that well i think i don't just because eating does want (laughs) a (laughs) life
1: yeah yeah i find
0: it repulsive yeah yeah (laughs) I get it. But I also don't love when. It's a pet peeves episode. (laughs) I think I have a little issue when people. I don't think you do this, but people do do this (laughs) where they. For example, imagine. I'll set the scene. Yeah. You're walking down a lovely summer's day. Uh There's an old man, potentially, on a bench. He's tucking into his own little sandwich. And they get a lot of pity. And people go, oh look at him with a sandwich oh god and I just I don't like that
1: why don't you like it
0: I don't like it because they're inferring that the old man is lonely
1: right it's pity you've got a problem with pity yeah I do I do have a problem with pity <laughs> do i think we need to throw you a big pity party <laughs> no and Peter no i will purple, refuse to go pepper, i will Peter not be in attendance party. but i
0: think i don't like i've put myself in the old man's shoes and i think how do you not know i've lived the most full life yeah how do you know i'm just i'm sitting on a bench yeah i don't need your little pity little
1: girl your pity yeah well when would you ever need their pity no i'm yet to experience the day never <laughs> Well, let us know. What are your pet peeves, guys? Mm. Or what do you not have a problem with that other people have a problem with? Because I think that's an interesting... Do you know what I mean? That's fun. Like moist. So I could hear the word moist all day. Fine. Oh, I
0: always think that's weird. I think that's misogynistic when people have a problem with the word moist.
1: Do you? Yeah.
0: Go on. Well, go on. Tell us more. Tell us more. Let me... My brother's just walking past. Let me let him walk past before I get into right. it. Right. Because it's about vaginas.
1: So moist is the feminine. <laughs> moist is the feminine of wet. <laughs> Moister, the feminine of moist-o. Yeah,
0: I think moist why they don't like it is because it's like a vaginal fucking word. It's like right. you're thinking of like a wet vagina. It's like, oh, it's moist.
1: Kind of discharge. People yeah. hate the word discharge, don't they? Yeah. Discharge. But it's, it's, to me, that's fucking
0: sexist.
1: That's what you need to do. If any of you are thinking about starting a podcast, I need you within the first five minutes to say moist and discharge. discharge. That's how you know you've got a successful podcast. <laughs> Truly. That's what really keeps the listeners
0: hooked. <laughs> <laughs> and instantly, um, like, slap your tea everywhere. Perfect.
1: <laughs> okay, sure. Should we get into some big discussions?
0: Yeah. Well, we've done this. Quite, we've got... This is another This Doesn't Go About Saying episode. You'll know that because we would have said that. Yeah, yeah. And also it's in the title. Duh. Yeah. Duh. But we're doing this a bit differently. I haven't looked at any of the questions. Wing's looked at them all because mm-hmm. once again, I've been hit with a hard... Another hard time has been hit. <laughs> so the hardest of all, I would say.
1: And you guys aren't trustworthy enough to not deliver... <laughs>
0: Triggering messages. (laughs) No, I'm joking. So I've just been completely bombed by Wing in this, which is so nice of her.
1: I mean, actually, you've sent really, really amazing questions. Just a quick thank you to everyone who sent really good questions. Mm. And also, maybe I would have said this in the intro, but I guess not because we haven't done the intro yet. So I'll just say it now. I just also want to say... Is it a thank you? (laughs) biggest thank you I've ever given thus far. Yeah, it's a thank you. I know this is so boring, but I just really, really want to say thank you because we got loads of really nice... There were just so many really nice responses to the previous episode on Privilege. If you're looking for something actually worthwhile to listen to... Literally skip this one. I'd recommend that episode over this one, probably.
0: <laughs> um, and I haven't seen anything, but just thank you so much anyway, guys. I'm sure they're yeah. great. I'm just not going to read a word of them right now. People are so fucking nice.
1: It's just so... How insane is
0: it? I, it's I... This is, I was also saying this to you on the phone yesterday. Mm. So whenever I take a bit of a step away Mm -hmm. from the podcast, the space, whatever, the Instagram, because things are shit, I take a little step away. I'm in my life. I'm just doing my thing. And I come back to it, even just like two days where I'm just like, I'm not in this. I'm just kind of back in reality a little bit. And I come back to it. And it's like, God, you remember it. You see it fresh every time. It's like, oh, what? Mm, That's nice. What, what, what? There are like people that listen. Yeah. Because in your mind, you just kind of always think there are about three listeners and it's just like you're doing into a void. Even though we get so many amazing things, you still just have the innate, just like worthlessness that there's no one that cares. Yeah. So it's actually quite amazing when you take a step away and then you're like, oh wait there have been like DMs like in in the day that I was sobbing my eyes out because everything has turned to shit (laughs) jokes half (laughs) (laughs) hold the pity (laughs) do not pity me i'm fine in that time there have been like thousands of listeners hundreds of fucking messages and and it's just like oh mm. wait and each one is like a little well of just like love and it's like okay so if i go into this one you've, you're a
1: real human yeah wanting
0: real advice wanting real shit like it, i'm saying good stuff it's like god i've actually come back to a party
1: an amazing thing like, i didn't realize i was coming back to a party yeah 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 welcome home party
0: it's not welcome home yeah i'm still not going on
1: but yeah no don't i wouldn't recommend it (laughs) i mean i just i for me it's more just social media
0: yeah i agree it's social it's uh, the whole it's just the last thing you need the instagram app does not exist on my phone right now yeah no but with that being said let's get into the questions
1: with that being said Okay, I wasn't going to start with this question because it's not the softest, mm. but it's not bad at all. I think it's quite... in Oh, uh, no, you know, what, I'm not going to start with that one. Oh, okay. Start with a different one, sorry. That was probably really jarring. I want to know what it is now. We- we'll-, we'll spin back around to it. Okay, cool. Do you have opinions on the idea that hurt people hurt people? P.S., you're both the best. Thank you, you're the fucking best. Um, opinions on the idea that hurt people hurt people? It hurts people hurt people. My opinions is that they do.
0: Mm-hmm. my opinions is very much that they do because I mean I've been there when I've been hurt all I want to do is be like right come down with me yeah. and, I, and when someone else has been hurt it's the fucking drowning metaphor
1: yeah, that is. you always
0: say that <laughs> you always go on and on about
1: that you always
0: say <laughs> well I kind of always force you to say it mm.
1: because I love it it is good isn't it I'm obsessed with it it's just how it feels it's amazing Everyone, we're all here bobbing about in the ocean and someone's using your head and pushing you under to keep themselves afloat because they're drowning and but but now we're both drowning and that is hurt people hurting people yeah hurt people hurt people i even just think we could take the hurt away and just say people hurt people yeah (laughs) so deep it's so fucking true though (laughs) you i think you don't have to be well maybe everyone's hurt (laughs) or maybe you don't have to be like explicitly hurt or like even particularly hurt one day to hurt people i think it's just part of we said this in another episode and it's kind of like you not looking at the questions today. Mm. It's not that anyone's saying no one's asking horrible questions. They're no, asking no. the most amazing questions, but it's not about the questions. It's about how you feel. It's just I will find the negative. Exactly. It's give me a million
0: compliments, I'll find um I'll find something rude here.
1: Because any interaction really I don't know I know this is a sweeping statement but I do think it holds up that most interactions are just us kind of projecting however we feel or whatever our perceptions are of that relationship or that person onto whatever's happening in the reality so like I might think so like the reality is you've had a really nice meeting you just met someone and you went for a coffee and blah 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 but your perception of that is that you spoke about your fucking pet for too long and you bored them to death and now they think you're a weirdo and it's like they kind of they don't even remember or your pet's name. They don't really care. They don't remember at all. That wasn't a big deal to them. Yeah. They were thinking about this
0: is the whole thing. It's like someone looks at the earrings you're wearing mm. in your mind you have two choices you can well, three three essentially you can either choose that they were looking at them because they like them they were looking at them just neutrally because they're on your face
1: or they were looking at the spot on my
0: jawline yeah or they weren't looking at your earrings at all they were looking at how disgusting yeah. everything yeah. you're wearing is and why did you even show up to this interview and i reckon you'll choose that option probably yeah i reckon yeah. you won't be neutral and you won't be like oh, they were they were just thinking of oh, amazing little earrings they'll be like her fucking face. Honestly, she was bright red in that interview. She was so embarrassed. She yeah, just had yeah, no confidence. Yeah. She was awful.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're going to go for that option. That's kind of the thing, isn't it? Hurt people hurt people. But if you're the hurt people, mm-hmm. you'll keep being hurt. It's because hurt people, you hurt yourself. You hurt you. Yeah. yeah. You're a hurt person because you're a hurt person hurting a hurt person. <laughs> fucking hell. I think in life... And I'm a donkey on the edge. <laughs> I think in life, like i just think at least for me like just so much is self-inflicted we always say like look if i if there's a way to take it personal i'll find a fucking way to take it personal
0: and also this is the thing with when you take privilege into account Mm. if you exist as like a privileged person in this world with where your body is not the thing that is um causing you active issues in this world it's not how you show up it's how you mentally exist a lot of your problems are going to be self-inflicted.
1: Right, yeah. It's
0: like the problems of the white cis straight man are probably self-inflicted in a lot of ways. That It's like, okay, well, if you show up in the easiest way possible, yeah, we all have fucking issues. Yeah. But a lot of that stuff is going to be self-inflicted because it's your body is not the issue here.
1: I also just think, look, I know I always go on about social media, but it's not a coincidence that we all feel like shit when we're addicted to these fucking like devil sticks little cuboids of a void yeah it's horrific void cuboid (laughs) that's not catching on anytime soon this question i feel like you're gonna have some big opinions on oh god okay this person said my best friend doesn't let me meet other friends because she's so jealous what should i do yeah i've got some big
0: opinions (laughs) What, just what the fuck just what the fuck first of all I hope you're okay <laughs> yeah first of all my heart goes out to you mm. your best friend doesn't let you meet other people mm-hmm. that's not a friend
1: yeah my best friend doesn't let me meet other friends
0: yeah it's not a friend is it that's literally not a friend that's that's um... i don't know what it is but it's <laughs> not a friend <laughs> that is someone that i would say is veering on the side of like enemy to be honest yeah someone that doesn't let you meet other people they've got it in for you <laughs> i'd say potentially an abuser yeah if you put a romantic label on that say oh my boyfriend doesn't let me meet up with my friends what do we call that an abuser so yeah yeah with a friend what do we call that yeah why does your friend have that much influence over you
1: it's scary isn't it the but it's just the intentions there are obviously bad they obviously don't have good intentions for you mm-hmm. but there's no there's no encouragement of you living your life there it's like i would need to minimize your existence
0: <laughs> yeah that's an example of a hurt person hurting a person it is yeah because there's no way that that best friend who is not letting you see people isn't hurting themselves because the amount of jealousy that must exist within them mm. is like leaking out
1: of them like fucking poison yeah battery acid I actually had an experience with battery acid the other day <laughs> oh sorry go on <laughs> <laughs> well I had this old vintage camera and I opened it for the first time so I popped open the film whatever I had, still had film in it so I can't wait to look at whatever's on that but then also I opened the, it, the at the bottom side was popped open basically and i was like oh is this the film and i looked and i was like oh it's like there's stuff all over it and then i thought oh I oh, think you know, that's battery, battery acid. acid, and then I thought. Also, I've never seen battery acid. Yeah. Well, then I thought, oh, don't know much about battery acid, but I don't <laughs> think it's good. No, if anything. <laughs> so I literally hear just it. put it back where I found it. I need to go back to it <laughs> and sort that out. Battery
0: acid is one of those things that like it could be fictional, yeah. but it's we know it kind of exists, but we only it kind of only exists in movies. It's like where do you see battery acid?
1: Battery acid. It's kind of I haven't heard that since I was like nine years old, and I heard the adults talk about battery acid.
0: I think I haven't heard of it since I heard, like, the villain in the movie being like, we'll dissolve the body in battery acid.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> like, what acid. does this thing do? Well, then, you know, when you start to go a bit mad, I started thinking, like, it's all over me. Oh, my finger's <laughs> dissolving. Like, yeah, yeah. I also had an experience like that when I worked... This one place I worked in retail was fucking horrific. Mm. It wasn't when I was selling body butter. It was a real torturous scenario. I was just unpacking the delivery as you fucking do. Do you look like unpacking delivery? I fucking hated unpacking delivery. Never in my life have I enjoyed that at all. You know what? People used to say, "Oh, I love unpacking delivery. It just keeps you busy. Makes the day go really quick. You really get it done. It's like, I don't understand the keeps you busy thing. I don't want something to do. (laughs) You don't understand. I'm a lazy piece of shit. Honestly. You're not getting
0: this. The amount of times that people be like, "Oh, do you just want to wipe everything for something?" So it's like you're gonna what?
1: Yeah, just to keep the time passing. It's like I would rather sit here and watch the seconds tick that fucking clock. I will watch the wall. Yeah, I'll do anything. Also, it's like, I've got an imagination. I'm
0: watching the whole of Hunger Games 2 catching fire in my head right now. I'm,
1: I've been on the beach with Rob <laughs> Stark all day. <laughs> You've got no clue where I'm at. I'm not here. I do not need to wipe something to keep my mind occupied. Are you mad? Yeah, ticking over. <laughs> oh, it's like, if I'm unpacking delivery, I can't sneak off to the stock room every five minutes. Yeah. Or I can't sneak off and hide in the toilet every five minutes. What about my 10 minute bathroom break? Fuck me people
0: have got no idea like, i'm listening to the percy jackson audiobook through my headphones right now <laughs> what yeah. and that's a true fucking story
1: oh well you know what makes unpacking delivery even worse mm. is when you're unpacking delivery and all of a sudden there's a wetness there's a moistness all over your hands and it smells like fish there's discharge that's bad if it's discharge but it was Rat wee. Rats have weed all over it. Oh
0: my god. Anything worse than discharge would be rat (laughs) wee.
1: Well, somehow we're in a place in society where discharge is more socially unacceptable than rat wee. It's rat
0: discharge.
1: (laughs) Well, apparently, this might be fake, I don't know. But someone that I worked with was like, oh my God, rat wee! like it's poisonous. You better wash your hands. Like you haven't touched oh your God. mouth or anything, have you? I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die on the shop floor. <laughs> I've been licking this shit off. And I had to go and wash my hands, but. Mm, that's bad. Rat? Is rat wee poisonous? It smelled, it smelled like bad vagina. Bad, 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 bad <laughs> vagina. Bad. That's bad, that's bad. Do you know what I mean? You know like girls' toilets? like oh i know it. there have been 50 vaginas in here there's been thrush there's been period there's been, there's just a lot of scent going on
0: <laughs> a lot of fragrance
1: i don't i'm not going to pretend it smells good for the sake of people do you know what i mean oh not at all because also i was having this conversation the other day
0: with a boy that i was saying <laughs> cool combo mm. that i was having i was saying <laughs> i can smell when a girl's on that period of course you can, little pups like you little puppy <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> A little puppy with a nose like this. You sniff. I can out sniff out anything. <laughs> like not always, not
1: always, but like obviously not always. But like no, but if if a girl's been wearing a pad and she's been sweating, yeah. and she hasn't changed it for six hours, you can smell it. You can smell a period a mile away. You're on an aeroplane. Someone walks past you. You can smell. It, you sniff it out in no <laughs> you time. Sniff
0: out a period. <laughs> Give me a lineup of girls. I'll tell you which ones are on their period. <laughs>
1: Well, that, you don't want to be swimming with sharks in that. No. I'm not getting in the sea on those days. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But, like, I just more mean,
0: like, not everyone, but, like, in assembly at school, you'd all be sitting cross-legged and you'd maybe be sitting next one, and go, oh, they're on their period. Mm-hmm. And the person I was speaking to genuinely thought I was, like, mental.
1: But have you ever had... Because I think I've had that before. I'm like, I don't think... some. Maybe this is too much to say Some I think it's quite nice, now. <laughs> This is what I meant by, what's something that no one else likes that you don't mind? (laughs) The smell of like a kind of stale period. But it's not even stale. There's a a sweetness to it. (laughs) Do you get what I mean? You're into that, are you? I really like it. I don't agree. I don't agree. You don't? You don't like it? Okay. I
0: don't think I agree. I I think, but I also sometimes think this with the smell of... (laughs) It's this. What was the question they asked?
1: I don't know what the question originally was. They said, "My friend doesn't let me see other friends." Like the sweetness of a smell oh of god, and I replied, "I like the smell of beer." <laughs> I can sniff out a period
0: in <laughs> no <nose> time. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Really bad. I sometimes think I like the smell of like fresh sweat. Mm. But like the second it's dried, I'm over it. On someone else. But on someone, it's like, oh, the smell of like sweat. Right. On this on a fit person. On kind of Zach Efron, imagine. Well it's kind of what you're having sex and they're a bit sweaty. But like say someone's just like running and they let like, smell just like of just like fresh sweat. But the second it ticks over into like potentially a bo smell, I'm over it. I'm well over it. Dry sweat.
1: Yeah. I don't think I ever I don't know, maybe I do. I'm I'll sniff out next time. <laughs> some some report s- do back. some sniffing. You see a runner going past. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: The sweetness of that
1: sweat. <laughs> fuck okay well what should that person do about their friend i don't know i almost think is it a situation where like you're at school do you know what i mean and like you know it's gonna fizzle out that's what i would hope is that over time it'll fizzle out and then in a few years you'll look back and think that taught me some things thank god i got away from that
0: i think what you should do is test the water and meet up with someone else
1: oh my god oh staring the pot (laughs) why would you
0: not why would you not like yeah no you're right yeah and actually see how she reacts and then she goes i didn't really like that you saw that friend i think you should say this is a classic line that i've been whacking out to everyone recently i've been telling everyone to use this line i think it's great mm. and i think we've used this in your life as well but i've used it in some of my other, my friends other lives as well <laughs> <laughs> and you say they'll go what the hell like blah, blah. i think you can say do you think that's fair that you would say that to me. Do you think that's a fair thing to say to me?
1: Yeah, do you think that's fair? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they have to say no. They can't be like, yeah, I think it's fair that I demand that. Well, reflect on it in front of me. Yeah. Do you think that's fair? I, I need you to publicly reflect. Yeah. Because I'm going to have you in the stocks in a minute. It's public humiliation. <laughs> I think it's great. Do you think that's fair? And
0: also another one that we've also used in many a conversation with people Mm-mm. is... Do you think I deserve to be treated like this? Yeah. And if they go, yeah, you do actually, they're fucking, they can't say that. They have to say, no. It has to be delivered super calm,
1: super calm and
0: and vulnerable. Do you think I deserve that? It's a great line. So I think do it and then whack out some of those great lines. Those one-liners. Well, it's hard to respond to that, isn't it? Honestly, the crowd goes wild. It's like there's no answer. They, they got you there. Yeah. You've wrapped them in a web of words.
1: Okay, I'm moving on. Mm. <laughs> Playing Sims with this person's life. <laughs> Will, right? Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm real coughs McGee.
0: So am I. So am I. God. I had a dream last night that I mm. did like eight COVID tests and they were all positive and i was woke up like
1: jeez. <gasps> oh, well that's a look into your state of mind isn't it i imagine you're really relaxed at the
0: moment <laughs> really i'm having a way of a time but i did also have a dream mm. this was what i woke up to because we're recording this i would say quite early for me i woke up to an alarm this morning i never usually set an alarm i usually honestly snooze 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 at the moment you
1: wait for me to ring you and be like where are you what's going on
0: <laughs> which did happen the other day.
1: are you okay are you okay oh, what <laughs>
0: oh my god it's like half 11 i missed the whole day <laughs> i was dreaming but i was dreaming this morning this was a dream i woke up to and i was quite annoyed this wasn't real mm. i was on a date with a guy and he was like one second let's go in here this is also looking into my state of mind and it was like a weird like nail salon oh it's basically i really fucking want acrylic nails because i bite my nails and i fucking hate them i used to get acrylics but in the pandemic i haven't got any acrylics
1: i've been thinking of getting acrylics.
0: you should you should
1: but the problem is i think my nails are quite healthy and long so i don't want to fuck
0: that up by getting into acrylics do you know what i mean well don't you have worked quite hard throughout the whole pandemic to get healthy nails, so I wouldn't say fuck them up.
1: Well I don't really know what happened. They just they just took it upon themselves. But anyway, yeah, go on. I think it's the lack of acrylics.
0: Because we used to be quite addicted, I would say, to acrylics. Speak for yourself. In addicted to acrylics. I had a dream that I
1: went to get acrylics. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but a boy said, Oh, I'll pay for them. Like go in. Like, we're on a date and he went, Oh go in, go in and get them. That's nice. Get any colour you want. And I got three different colours.
1: God is he proposing to you.
0: Well he was like, I'll cover it, I'll cover it. And I was like, oh stunning. I'm gonna God, get nice. three different colours and they were sixty three pounds this net and i was like jesus this guy's gonna hate me oh, wow
1: this is exactly what i would imagine your dreams to be
0: <laughs> thank you for sharing that sorry i'm feeling quite a lot of pressure since i normally like yeah normally we both pick out stuff and we feed in
1: but yeah i'm a bit nervous that i'm gonna pick a question and you're gonna think i've chosen badly no sorry for making you do this as well no no i mean it's not a hard task is it <laughs> what's <wrong> with me <laughs>
0: It weirdly is, though. It's just... It's like you get to choose the whole episode. <laughs> it's <is laughs> yeah. scary.
1: Also, I was going to say my boyfriend's brushing his teeth. So if you hear like a vibrator, I'm not using a vibrator. <laughs> it's a toothbrush. What vibe are you into right now? Um, I'm into any vibe. I'm quite liking the vibe you've been going for. Okay, good. Thanks. You would say that though now, wouldn't you? Yeah,
0: I would. But it's also true. That's exactly what I need a bit of a compliment. Because I would love what you're going for. Whatever you do, perfect to me. Thanks. You're a perfect natter.
1: Um, What did you say? <laughs> what did you say to me?
0: Oh, it's, it's from Angus Thongs and Perfect Songs. Robbie goes, you're a perfect natter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're perfect for me. You're a perfect natter.
1: I thought you were doing... We had a thing before where you were saying... I had some sort of idea and you went... You went, you meant to say, it's perfect, but you said, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you're a perfect natter. So I always say to you, it's perfect, you're perfect. You're perfect. Someone said... Can you explain how social classes work in the UK? I think it's shocking that this is still a thing. And I don't really want to explain it. But like, I just want to also emphasise that it is shocking and crazy. But I don't want to get into it. (laughs) So i'm gonna talk about your question i'm gonna choose to not answer it it's just crazy though right well yeah it is crazy and also
0: what was i listening to the other day that they were talking about how class is kind of shifting and like the middle class is mm. so we're not going to explain them but we're going to go with some in-depth shit. yeah go on the middle class they were saying is like disappearing and stuff so it's becoming more polarized between like the working class and the upper class and also there's like a new class that was introduced like recently which is like the celebrity class which is like a- an instant transcendence between like for example they weren't saying this this is my fucking thoughts on it this could be bullshit for example my thoughts immediately went to like love island yeah which is like stereotypically like working class people go on that show and it's like instantly a huge transcendence like almost above upper class because it you surpass it with wealth with like wealth anyway even though you don't um surpass like the barriers of education all of this stuff within the class system but it's like there's a new introduction of this new class which is the celebrity class which allows like access to things that even the upper class don't have Mm -hmm. for six months yeah for six months until you kill yourself whoa well if we're talking about love island yeah she's not wrong it's the sad fucking truth
1: yeah it's fucking bleak until they kill themselves or people just get bored of them well I guess and then they yeah and then they kill themselves okay yeah <laughs> Um, I actually just want to touch on that again because I do think about this quite often how we end the podcast by saying if you don't from us, has seemed the worst. Funny joke. I know that someone said they didn't like that when they left us loads of other horrible things that they didn't <laughs> like, which is really nice. Whatever. Yeah. Um. I. I was. I. No one asked about this, but I just want to talk about it. Yeah. One hundred percent. Someone actually. Look. Let me read this. I've also got thoughts on this. Exactly. I'm sure you do. I love that everyone sent in really good questions. Like, you know what I'm trying to talk about. What I want to talk about, actually. Thanks, guys. But mm-hmm. thanks for nothing. <laughs> but basic. I don't know. If this goes into gre- this goes into everything. Mm-hmm. Somebody said the only i'm able to cope with my mental illness is to laugh about it telling mentally ill people how to cope with their mental illness is not the woke move you think it is this is it that was at me can the orange on twitter (laughs) i love that i reference tweets as if they're like oh i thought that was a dm i was like fucking these people are fucking smart but that's true isn't it but it's fucking true yeah it's beyond true what is it telling i just love that sentence telling mentally ill people how to cope with their mental illness is not the woke move you think it is literally that's kind of all i wanted
0: to (laughs) but this is I think this is why we decided to like leave that in and make it a thing past the first time we said it because the first time we said assume the worst whatever I think Wing said it and it was just like I just thought it was hilarious Mm. and then we decided to make it actually more of a thing but it was like actually when things are the worst often things are the worst
1: that's the thing and it's like at the same time it's hard because in a way i would happily tell i would happily say i would give detail on the worst but then at the same time i don't know if i should because i think i can look at you and say well i don't think she has to justify herself at all actually so let her do you know what i mean
0: yeah i don't think we have to justify anything but it's almost like it depends how much you want to share
1: here's a cool fact
0: and i was having this the other day well we we had this yesterday actually so we we wanted to record yesterday but we just decided to postpone until this morning instead i was saying it's like often we'll be like oh like we'll come to the episode and just be like oh i just feel shit today whatever and it's like yeah okay that's an amount that you want to share oh my god blah 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 blah, something trivial or like this thing happened or not even trivial this thing happened we want to share it i'm a donkey on the edge (laughs) i'm a donkey on the edge things are happening yeah but like at the moment potentially without getting too much into it like i've just always like for example i would say oh I've just been to a funeral it's like that's pretty much sharing a very very uh-huh. intimate deep thing but s- some things have happened a brief glimpse into the rawest things yeah and some things are too much to share it's like I, it's not even that i'm guarded or anything like that it's like yeah no it's i think we both say more than we have to on this
1: i say things i don't even think on here for some
0: reason <laughs> god i'm talking shit god knows what i've been saying on here but it's like some things are too much to share and too big to share and it's beyond like oh like assume the worst it's like the only way to potentially cope
1: with these things is to have a bit of a laugh if I'm going to show up every week yeah it needs to be a bit funny for me at least if it's not funny for you then you can just leave but I need to come back next week you can want whatever you want but I think look I think I'm going to offer a crux in this episode which I didn't think I would Mm. but I think the crux for me is if you don't like anything about the episode you get to pause it and I don't (laughs) Genius. This is going to follow me around for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. Like for some, everything I say is is here forever now, and and I have to do it all again next week. Meanwhile, I'm responding to apparently something that I said 12 weeks ago in the DMs. All of a sudden, it's just like Jesus. You can just turn it off. You can go, and I don't want you to. I I'm infinitely grateful to have a single person listening, giving a little chuckle feeling seen in some way but if that's not you and you're not having a good time please you exercise your right to leave the space because boy do it for me <laughs> leave for, for me on my behalf
0: and i think one of the most jarring bits of that sometimes that we've experienced is not only is it's like whatever we say is permanent is there but it's when you get the feedback from someone in your real life for example but someone peripheral in your real life yeah that it's like you get the feedback of of someone saying we never had that at school, and it's like, sorry, huh? What, what, what do you mean? Like, what, what do you mean? And they're like, you said that seven, 17 weeks ago on your pocket. Yeah. Like, I don't remember that was a conversation I had with Wing. I didn't know you felt like that in my bedroom mm. seventeen weeks ago when I just woke up, and now I'm getting. I'm I walk into a fucking pub and someone goes, uh, I didn't know you read that book at school. Mm-hmm. I was like, sorry sorry yeah and it's that's the thing with everything's permanent like not not even it's not even the triggering ones yeah
1: yeah yeah and it's
0: the access that and that's a nice one (laughs) that's a nice normal thing to say yeah sometimes i see names of people that i didn't know were here but it's like oh god how long have you been here there
1: are people that i don't talk to anymore that listen to this podcast people that don't like me yeah people that actively
0: we don't like each other
1: yeah
0: hey (laughs) that listen to this it's like
1: oh wow wow hi and i've had people say i don't know if i said this on the podcast before so tell me if i have but people will be like oh sorry like i don't know if it's weird that i listened to that episode did i say that i don't know people will just be like oh like, it was i don't know if that like, weird sorry like i listened to blah 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 it's like look if you think if you thought it was weird when you were listening then chances are, yeah, it was weird. So you probably shouldn't have lived (laughs) anymore. Yeah. Anyway, someone actually said, and this was the question that I was going to start with, and I thought, let's not start with that one because it's just blah, blah, blah. Bit deep, let's do it. But it links back. Mm -hmm. Not even deep, it's just a bit self-indulgent. And I do wonder like how much listening to a podcast where the podcasters are talking about having a podcast for how long can you talk like how long can you listen to that it's a bit boring i
0: I know i always think that but then somehow it just always comes up you're
1: self-obsessed you know what though i was literally thinking this this morning you know who kind of has some of that it's not self i don't want to say she has self-obsessed energy but she has a similar energy of i think she examines her industry and examines like her role and her content in that way is lucy moon
0: really Sorry, my dog I know I can hear. My dog is going mental. Someone's at the door. My mum's getting it. Nice. Let me say really again, because he barked when I said really and then I'm on my period. Really? I can smell it from here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is great. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if that was loud enough to go in because it was in that weird...
1: God, you're funny. No, put it in. It's funny. I think this whole thing is yeah. now going to go in. That has to go in. You need to get that joke in. Come on. Anyway.
0: Okay, so... Re-
1: yeah, Lucy Moon. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was going to say that again. You heard the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, who whenever I say Lucy Moon as well you always go oh you love Lucy Moon (laughs) like a real
0: (laughs) mum like kind of oh your friend Lucy Moon (laughs) do you know why I have a why I think that well you do mention Lucy Moon like you always and it's someone whose content I've actually never really consumed she makes good points she makes good points yeah me and Wing once did an event once where we spoke live somewhere which was just pre-covid pre-covid just god knows how we got away with that pre-covid like two weeks pre-covid yeah um we got kind of invited it was the most amazing experience by this amazing person i think you go for her i think she's rebranded to the lens now on instagram mm-hmm.
1: beyond stunning
0: um and we did a talk with her and it was absolutely like the fucking best thing ever and we love her until we die
1: huh until, i said until we die and then i was gonna say which might be soon assume the worst <laughs> <laughs> nice. anyway yeah go
0: on um but we were at this event and there were kind of people walking in and we were lucy moon is in i remember being like oh my god wait you're not
1: gonna believe who's here it's your queen lucy moon is here your queen
0: yeah your queen lucy moon is I was here. like what and then just before we started speaking she left and i thought oh she left god that's quite heartbreaking isn't it yeah i thought oh fuck it's quite heartbreaking <laughs> when your queen lucy moon walks out
1: well, I get why she left because also it was quite um quite an intense environment. Very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very like... It was in Chelsea. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's very like all the girls there definitely call their dad daddy. But then I thought, <laughs> oh, you call your parents mummy
0: and daddy. <laughs> yeah, they really do because I call my dad daddy and my mum
1: mummy. The question was, would you ever stop the podcast? Oh, sorry, I was going to talk about Lucy Moon. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Anyway, basically, not that Lucy Moon needs a shout out from us, but Lucy Moon always makes really interesting... I just think she has great insights on, like, the online space. I don't know. Mm. I reckon, like, everyone... You obviously already know of her, but if you don't, by chance, then...
0: I don't know she's always been someone that i've known about just in the kind of uk fucking youtuber sphere mm. but i've never watched anything by her so i really should because you promo her enough but i really need to, i really need to
1: i do in a weird way though it's a, my thing with her is very particular to her like i just really enjoy it's almost i like the way that she thinks i like the way you think Lucy <laughs> Moon. but i like the way she thinks mm. Okay, well, I'm hooked. Yada, yada, yada. Well, I'm hooked. Would you ever stop the podcast? Do you see yourself ever needing to step away from it, from the publicness of it? That's why I didn't want to start with it, because it's very self-indulgent. To start a fucking episode like this with a question that says, do you need to ever see yourself stepping away from the publicness of this? It's like, God, we're assholes. I don't want to ever stop the podcast. Like, in theory, no.
0: This is the thing, but I I have an awareness of there was a point when fucking... I don't know. There's a point when any kind of people starting something that are like, oh god, this is great. You're like, oh, well, I'm never going to stop it. But there always comes a point when things kind of either evolve. I would, what I would hope for us is that it would evolve into something else. I don't want to yeah. have this kind of crazy thing where we end it or anything. Like we don't want, don't want some frenemies thing that would make me die.
1: Oh my! Could you imagine, dear lord? I
0: storm out because you made me wear a costume that I did slash didn't want to wear.
1: I mean, if everyone was still buying our hoodies, it would soften the blow. But yeah, it would. I, would- it would. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. My point
0: that I was. Thinking was there was like a point when like random fucking duo that I love in life, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, mm. so mm. irrelevant. And it's like, do you know who Stephen Merchant is? I hope so.
1: But somehow the most relevant.
0: Yeah, somehow my only people I ever want to talk about. I always think this with Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais, who I love. They, <laughs> you may know, and I would add Carl to that duo. But he doesn't actually feature in this little thing, but uh-huh. he features in my mind twenty four seven. Honorable mention. <laughs> there was a point clearly when. Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant they went into the fucking BBC with the script of The Office and they thought we've hit the fucking big time on this they they love it this is genius we're never gonna end this like I couldn't imagine a point where we're not gonna run and run with this Mm. they're two little like no-name people they've written an amazing thing it's like okay we're gonna do this forever like we're the perfect duo blah 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 blah. yeah I imagine thoughts like that went through their mind like Mm -hmm. let's run and run with this (laughs) and I think there's a point there obviously comes a natural point okay you've done season one Blah, blah blah you do season two blah, blah blah then you go okay we're gonna do another show we're gonna do extras blah, blah blah we're gonna do another show okay we're gonna do extra season two season three and then it's like mm-hmm. it had to end which i always think is horrible when we're at the beginning stages we're kind of going in with our office script right now of season one do you like it right but then naturally becomes a progression what i would hope for us is that we do still work together when we're fucking like 70 but there came a point where steven and ricky fucking i don't know with their mates anymore which makes me really sad i haven't seen them
1: together in a while (laughs) god well this suddenly is really depressing
0: well this is just me actually physically worrying about them as friends i don't think that's gonna happen to them i actually do some i actually do worry about them really do i worry about them so much well i'm glad you have the space to talk about that <laughs> if you don't know about how much i love steve ricky and carl it's an intense love yeah i listen to their voices i listen to the podcast the old radio shows everything listen to them they've already featured in my day this morning and it's nine o'clock and we've been recording for an hour mm-hmm. i've listened to them every single night since i was like 13 that's how much i love about them so i do think about them every day <laughs> i love it but that's my point that's like i would hope that we would find some kind of evolution within this and that we would stop it
1: i hope so it's kind of the thing in friends where they in the friends reunion <laughs> where mm. they were talking about it's just you're bonded for life mm. even though this is a shitty little thing it's just a silly little thing yeah
0: the ceos of shitty little thing. that's a joke from our live If you ever if you watched that have you tuned into our recent live
1: yeah you can watch it on ig tv it is just kind of um it does something to Not even a friendship, it does something to a relationship. Yeah. There is nothing... I I don't have anything else like this. Well, this is why we always say i
0: this is mental this is mental this is totally embarrassing (laughs) Go on. like sometimes there'll be like a small thing that we just need to discuss like oh i got this dm i just like have you experienced that like or like how do you feel about that comment or like do you blah 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 like or like do we got this email from someone like a brand Mm. and something like that and blah and we just sometimes need to talk about things and we always say i don't know how how people do this on their own yeah. and the example we embarrassingly use is like how did Taylor
1: Swift when she was like oh I was gonna say Nana, and I was like I can't bring up Nana again no 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 no. yeah you always bring up Taylor Swift for some reason <laughs> yeah Nana
0: or Taylor Swift they're on the same level to us <laughs> they are. but like we often say like how did
1: Taylor Swift like she wrote fucking love story and the whole fucking press went mental at her she's fucking 15 pulling up to Sony and telling her parents they need to move across the fucking country
0: how on earth? The bollock on that! It's mental. And suddenly, none of your friends can relate to you. You suddenly you've got a bit of social capital, and everyone's just trying their little things. And mm-hmm. it's just interesting. I don't know how Taylor Swift did it on her own. So I always think, even just in the small ways, that we need to discuss little things. And, and suddenly, you become quite unrelatable to people around you and things like that. Not in a big way, but suddenly there are you're more public. Yeah,
1: but I always say it's almost the problem. The problem is, is that you're not public enough for it to be a real problem do you know what i mean it's like you're public enough that like you're you're feeling a bit weird but it's not public enough that you can talk about feeling a bit weird because you look like an arsehole you're not molly may it's like get a grip it's a tiny shitty little thing (laughs) you look like a fucking freak it becomes really annoying
0: yeah because you it doesn't feel like how you think it feels for example it's like i would look at something of the exact same size and be like oh they don't have the issues of like getting hate or any of these things and it's like actually it's not even getting hate that matters it's just the feeling of being watched Mm. perceived by anyone by even three people is enough to be like oh do i feel weird about that do i feel like good about that do i feel mm-hmm. bad about that like what are the emotions and i'm just so glad i can speak
1: about that to someone and that we both are going through the pretty much the exact same thing mm-hmm. but we go through it in a different way which i think is the important the important thing as well you know what i actually think is a, is a notable point myers-briggs i'm enfj mm I'm an INFP. And you're INFP. I know, I know you are. And I always look at yours as well. <laughs> you know, we're like mirror, we're like mirrors of each other. And that makes perfect sense to me. Do you know they're the two, they're two like, they're, they're matched together all the time. I didn't know that until recently. ENFJ
0: an INFP an
1: INFP did you know that? no I didn't know that no okay let me send you or like let me wow let me find something
0: if you don't know your Myers-Briggs I highly recommend it just for the fun of it Uh huh. my favourite bit of Myers-Briggs is seeing the like celebrities that have the same type as you
1: I. my favourite thing about Myers-Briggs is that my title is the protagonist and I'm like god that's affirming isn't it that's fun mine is like the picture is like this kind of ditzy like nature girl like din, din, da, da, da. it's like yeah okay that would be me just like little girl yeah Mine's big man with a big sword. Yeah, stunning. This is literally just to show you.
0: Yeah. INFP and ENFJ. What is, so what's it saying about us? Look at that. Look at that. They're mirrored though, look. Oh, wow. It's the exact same balances. Oh, so INFP is romantic dreamer and ENFJ is mentor and visionary. Yeah. Well, that's the perfect combo I've ever heard. I'm a visionary and a mentor. I'm a romantic dreamer and you're a visionary and a mentor.
1: That's exactly how I see us. <laughs> But it's, we are in we are in
0: balance. We are, and it's it goes back to a thing that your boyfriend once said about us, and I just always quote this because mm-hmm. it always rings true in our friendship. Yeah, he once said, "When you're up here, she's down here, and when she's up here, you're down there." And it's like actually, I do think that is very true that we do have some some sort of yin yang situation, balance, and some way, sometimes we can meet in the middle where we're in the same exact alignment, mm-hmm. but there's always someone like carrying that, and then the other one picks it up and then yeah like it and that's what makes perfect, a perfect podcast because i guess that is the essence of a conversation
1: it's pure balance quite stunning I, I know i said before like your i think your ego bombs the both of us like <laughs> i lean into your like um confidence is the wrong word but there's some sort of something it's not confidence because i'm confident mm. but you you have like a something that it just yeah, i would love to know what that thing is it allows me to have a to allows me to be like yeah you know what fuck i'm doing this do you know what i mean oh that's stunning
0: well just you are a mentor and a visionary i must ag- <laughs> i must agree with myers and briggs <laughs> shut okay shall we move on yeah i think everyone's dying for us to move on sorry that was so self-indulgent i hope you enjoyed that. yeah <laughs> hope you somewhat enjoyed that yikes i hope so i don't know
1: no <laughs> yeah let's not start feeling bad about it cut the whole thing the whole episode's gone <laughs> too late oh i like this question a lot i don't know if you'll have an answer but i really like it biggest inspiration currently person or thing can't be ricky gervais cannot be ricky gervais <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's not my inspiration he's just my deep dark love <laughs>
1: <laughs> you go first who's your well i always i thought about this year that like when it, i saw it and i thought this is a really wanky answer but just my life i'm finding very inspiring at the moment that is stunning do you know what i mean yeah i'm still swimming my my shark fear is pretty much conquered that's very inspiring i just feel very in alignment in my it's also my birthday coming up
0: yeah I saw that in my calendar and i thought right note that yeah <laughs> right note that do not text her on the day of her birthday have you replied to those emails yet (laughs) by the way happy birthday when i remember (laughs) terrifying
1: i just feel very like aligned aligned or just like um ready to be me oh wow do you know what i mean i'm just ready to keep being me that's fine i can do that like i'm excited yeah tomorrow i can be me again like just
0: you know that is an inspiring mindset to be in. Just be like I'm I'm here, I'm ready, I'm it's, yeah. it's accepting almost.
1: It is. And it is well, it's kind of um I feel like it just cleared a lot of there was just stagnant energy mm-hmm. before we moved. And now I just feel a whole new lease of my life. One hundred percent. It's crazy how much just like a change of almost
0: a change of aesthetics. Good without saying. Can be inspiring. Because I think that's one of the things I've I've noticed in you since the move the most. It's almost just like I'm sea girl the change of environment and the aesthetic yeah yeah almost like your it's like the mental aesthetic though as well it's like the mm. how you perceive your life yeah has flipped since moving and that is just the most stunning thing to see
1: yeah yeah thanks well before it was like um there's nothing here that is stopping me from being suicidal <laughs> to be dark about it <laughs> yeah, but to be yeah. real that's true yeah there, if there was not that there, there were minimal things that i could cling on to that would get me through to tomorrow whereas now now it's like it's barely fucking 11am and i'm already excited for my next day so i'm just feel i'm just feeling generally inspired right now which is yet yeah, all you could ask for really yeah oh i love that yeah it's like kind of the perfect answer it's like who are you inspired by oh, i think it might be me well also people are inspired <laughs> yeah no, it's but not perfect. even who it's not it's not me but just where i am right now my life and and just i guess the sea <laughs> totally the sea just even more wanky than saying yourself is saying the sea but i could agree with the sea because
0: mm. i went to the beach the other day and i keep on going to this kind of body of water it's a weird weir, she taught me a new word because i'm at home at the moment for personal reasons. We're we'll not going to it. Mm-hmm. And I, we're, mm-hmm. and I keep going to this like body of water that is called a weir. It's like got all this grass around it, and I kind of do a bit of a beach day there. Yeah,
1: stunning.
0: Because it's like if you if you're going to be depressed, you might as well be depressed at a weir, duh, on a beach essentially. Yeah, at a weir. Yeah, in a bikini. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree. Kind of water, just like. Mm-hmm. And we're also saying it's quite funny that like swimming has become part of our like thing. Like yeah, we love swimming. <laughs> swimming
1: girls yeah yeah <laughs> like get the swimming cap on get the singing swimming goggles well this is also why i think we're in balance, is because you're such a country girl to me that's so funny you're a country bumpkin to me i know i i agree i kind of agree you are Yeah, yeah yeah no i
0: agree with that Like, I mean, I do also live in London, but I have just moved, like, very, like, in the last two
1: years. Yeah, but you grew up country. I always say you grew up on a treehouse. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's the vibe. And I did have a treehouse. I I did grow up very much. um, It's funny because where I live, like, in my town, this wouldn't be seen as countryside. But, like, compared to London and any city, it very much is the countryside. Like, coming out of it, like, when I went to uni and then I came back, I was like, oh, wow, I lived in the middle of nowhere. Got it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because in my mind, I live near Oxford. So yeah, I live in Oxfordshire, and then you come, and then you come back. You're like, oh, I live in a shithole hole. <laughs> <Like, see. laughs> it's 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 cool though. It's funny. I, it's just funny because it's like. I always, all I ever wanted as a kid was to live in London.
1: Really? All
0: I wanted was to live in London, live in London. All I wanted, but it's because I had trauma around it that my dad right. moved to London when I was a kid.
1: Wow, I didn't
0: know that. So is it like, my dad moved to like East London, so I had like a hook on East London, East London, East London, and I still do want to live in East London.
1: Well, yeah, everyone wants to live in East London now. How old were you?
0: Well, when I was in year six, when they split up, my dad right. moved to London. So we would like go every other weekend and we'd be in like Bethnal Green. So like yeah. I would, I did know Bethnal Bethnal Green as an area, I did always have a hook on, oh my God, I want to live in London. I want to live in London. And now I do live in London. I love London. I live in a very different area of London. I live in like West London. The opposite. Could not be further.
1: Literally the opposite of Bethnal Green.
0: I've lived in a, in a couple places now in London. And I mean, it's just been moving around but it's funny because the more i spend in the city i'm like oh i actually do think i desire that countrysideness as well like i haven't seen a cow in quite a fucking while now yeah yeah so i do like the mix of it all can't keep a sefi from her cows oh you can try all you want <laughs> me and the cows cannot be separated
1: yeah try as you might you know what i think is funny i think i've said this before and again i'm gonna make it really deep and somber but i find it so interesting it's not even interesting cuz you're fucking totally right. It just it you always whenever it comes up it always just makes me second not even second guess myself it makes me realize that i've been thinking wrong <laughs> my whole life mm. is when you say like and blah blah blah," when i was a kid and blah blah blah, and then you say it happened you're talking about a time after the age of like 11 mm. and i think a lot of people do this when you have like a, a traumatic situation as a kid from that moment though in your mind you were like an adult yeah because for me when i think about being like 10 11 i'm like oh yeah i was basically like a teenager then. oh my god I, mean? I was just that young woman
0: <laughs> yeah no no, no.
1: <laughs> but you're a child you are absolutely a child and you're right you're absolutely a kid complete child but to me it's like i was a bit older then yeah do you know what i mean but i wasn't i wasn't older i was a kid you're in primary school yeah you're literally in primary school when you see primary school kids now yeah
0: yeah they're babies like because i agree when i was in year six i felt like oh i'm pretty much like 22 mm. and now i'm 24 i'm literally when you look at a fucking pri- there's a primary school at the bottom of my garden and i look at the primary school <laughs> like a fucking freak <laughs> i think those are year sixes yeah those are year sixes when i was in year six i thought i was a fucking i thought i was miley cyrus yeah like, those are year sixes those ch- those absolute children and that's when i was dealing with real shit yeah it's weird isn't it just like family stuff like it was like God. No wonder. No wonder you're the way that you are. Yeah. When you
1: were that age. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. No wonder I am the way that I am. <laughs> that explains everything. Yeah,
0: when you had that, uh, yeah, it's just like, or just like when you were that age dealing with stuff. It's
1: like, yeah, okay, mm. okay, that's a child. It's strange how normalised it is the weight that we put on Kids. children, and I also think just young people in general. Up even like you're like 21 we just undermine young people so much or mm. you're so easily considered irrational or confrontational or inappropriate or just you're constantly being undermined as if what you're feeling or what you know isn't valid mm. i honestly think it's one of those dangerous things we do in this world in this whole world like do not be the adult That doesn't... That doesn't believe the children. Believe that
0: child. Yeah. It's... How... This is the thing where it's absolutely so fucking traumatic to not be be like when an adult kind of dismisses a child like I've just experienced this a lot with having younger siblings and like a younger family as well Mm. where you can tell I can tell an adult that I trust and distrust by the way they talk to the children around me Mm. just because I think the way that my family talk to children is very much like a normal person like are you hungry rather than if a kid says I'm hungry it's not oh we'll be eating in a minute here's a little apple stick it's like oh hungry okay let's get you something like how like have you been hungry for a bit like are you really hungry? medium hungry like what do you want sort of thing mm. but I just think the way that some adults talk to kids it's like hello there would you like a little thing from me I just find it literally unbearable and I think I can tell who I trust <laughs> She hates a pity party. I don't like people <laughs> diminishing any feelings, yeah, and especially yeah. the feelings of a child. When a child says, "I'm scared," not, "Oh come on then, oh come on, you're my... no, not scared." It's like, no, no, they're scared, okay? Yeah. What, 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 what are you scared about here? Is it that spider? Okay, we can rationalise that. Sp- the spider's not really scared because of. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I don't. I really dislike when people trivialise anything from a child or from anyone. But I really, really dislike that specific tone that people use when they talk to a child because it's literally just telling the child that they're like worthless. It's like, you're a little puppy to me. I see you as a little puppy. <laughs> no. Yeah, so yeah. It's kid is fucking crying. Yeah. It's not, do you want a lollipop? It's like, yeah, give them the lollipop. And then also talk to them. Find out what happened. I actually, I think it fucking actually angers me. It does. Oh, I, I believe it does anger you. Yeah. Because also hmm. I'm going to take a really serious thing and then make it really fucking trivial and stupid. And everyone's like, we were really on board until you just took it too far. Yeah, go on. <laughs> take it. I also think, in terms of, like, fear, because I do obviously just have slight obsession with just fear, but, like, I would also, like, include, like, the paranormal in there as well. Mm-hmm. When a kid says, I saw, I saw a ghost, I saw a weird thing. Oh,
1: right, yeah. You see this. I see where this is going. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm not saying I believe in ghosts. I do. But <laughs> I'm not saying I believe in ghosts. Yeah. But, like, when a child says, so, for example, my little brother is adamant to this day that he once saw a witch in his room Mm -hmm. he once saw a witch in his room he thinks and I don't believe he saw a witch in his room I don't believe that but I believe that he very much had a visceral experience and believes that he saw a witch in his room Mm -hmm. like I think there are a lot of people that don't be silly you didn't see that but I just think it's really important to be like I don't think witches exist and rationally it was probably me stood in the corner of your room checking if you're fucking asleep
1: Mm. but
0: you had a very real experience in that room you Mm -hmm. were terrified you were shit scared enough that you remember it fucking 14 years later so it was clearly a big thing like how did it feel like what Mm -hmm. was it that scared you about that like what was it about specifically a witch that was scary to you and i just think it's like a lot of the time it's easy to be like to kids don't be silly no come on they don't exist they're not real but it's like regardless of the fact they exist or not quite important to find out like how they felt if it still bothers them yeah any
1: of these things you know what you kind of liken that to mm.
0: um
1: when someone's on their period gaslighting and they're like feeling shit or they're going through something or blah blah blah, blah and it's like oh yeah but you're on your period so blah 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 it's like But I'm still feeling it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real. Just because I can reason the feelings to a period doesn't mean they're not real feelings. Completely. You're still feeling it. I think we have to, I think we actually have to go. Yeah, it's, I don't know what this, I mean, I don't know what this episode was, but it's been long now. I don't know what this is going to mean. It's been something. Weirdest conversation to end that on as well. I hope you found those questions acceptable. Thank you so much for
0: sending them. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. I mean, we d- did we cover that many? Yeah, we did. We kind of went on our own thing in the end, but stunning
1: yeah i i feel a bit nervous <laughs> yeah same it's like ooh, okay. oh okay i sorry i was just thinking about like ghosts and stuff no, no, okay yes, yes, bye then so sorry it's totally that thing of you project onto the conversation now all of the fear of like oh, i said the wrong thing i spoke about my pet for too long and blah 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 it's like no one cares literally yeah and this is um no i'm not even gonna say that um oh god <laughs> Okay, now we're getting
0: insecure, so we've got to go. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the questions that I will not read. Thank you so much
1: just for being here. Um, (laughs) And thanks so much for listening. Genuinely, thank you so much. So crazy. Yeah, thank you so, so much. I hope you're okay. hope things are going well. If you're listening when this comes out, you're probably back at school. You might be starting uni soon. Good luck if you are. New relationships? New cities? How's it going? Please let us know.
0: September, it's a time of change a time of academic change that we then project onto all other things that must change in September. (laughs) Um, Well, if you don't hear from us, truly, assume assume the worst. Hold up.